Hi, I'm Seth Clevenger, Technology Editor at Transport Topics. Welcome to Live on Web Extra. Here we'll go ahead and answer some of the questions that we weren't able to get to during our Live on Web today on electronic logging and the ELD mandate. So let's go ahead and uh, address some of those questions. We have several questions on uh, sector-specific concerns uh, regarding the mandate, including heavy haul and ag haulers. Uh, Walt Sturley, president of Sturley's Motor Freight, asks, Will carriers moving on oversized loads have any flexibility for curfews around large cities? And Justin Larson, an agent with Fisher Rounds and Associates, asks, will there be any leeway for livestock haulers? So uh, FMCSA declined to provide any exemptions on a sector-specific basis. So the rule of thumb here is uh, all drivers who are currently required to keep uh, records of duty status under the hours of service rule will need to move from paper logs to ELDs. Again, the exemptions that were included th in the rule are uh, drivers who use paper logs no more than eight days during any 30-day period. Uh, another exemption covers drive-away tow-away operations where the vehicle driven is part of the shipment. And there's also an exemption for drivers of trucks manufactured before model year 2000. Um, we also have uh, several questions on uh, short haul operations. Uh, Brad Walker, safety manager at WM Johnson Truck Line asks, do drivers who stay within a 150 air mile radius and return to the home terminal daily need to use e-logs? Uh, Lon Lamaster, a driver who said he's retired but still drives part time asks, if I drive local, 100 air mile rule, do I still need an ELD? And uh, Steve Wolf, director of logistics at Hunt Brothers Pizza asks, can an ELD be utilized if we operate under the 150 air mile radius short haul provision as a timekeeping device? Uh, so again, to answer these questions, you know, if, if you are currently required to keep uh, a paper log under hours of service, uh, you will have to move to e-logs, uh, to ELDs. If you uh, currently do are not required, uh, if, you, if you're one of the short haul operations that is, uh, is not required to keep uh, uh, rods on a, on a paper log, then no, you will not have to use ELDs. Um, and uh, Steve's question, uh, I didn't see anything in particular uh, in the rule about uh, uh, using the device as a timekeeping uh, device, but um, you know, I, I don't see any sort of uh, restriction on that either. Uh, I had a question from Daniel Baca, uh, manager how can an ELD help keep dispatch in real-time status? So if you have a, an ELD product that uh, does provide uh, data uh, back to the back office, a telematics device, uh, yeah, I mean, this is ultimately a, uh, you know, a planning tool for the operation. You can use this information to make better decisions when you uh, dispatch your, your drivers. Um, you, you know, the dispatcher can make sure that the driver has enough time to deliver another load. Uh, you'll have to make sure you have a, a, an ELD that's capable of that, though. So that may be one thing to ask uh, a vendor as you, as you move forward. Uh, we also received a question from Susan LeBlanc at uh, Rogers. And she asks, uh, how someone with GPS installed knows that it will meet ELD requirements to allow grandfathering? So if it's an automatic onboard recording device, or AOBRD, uh, it, should be, uh, uh, it should be fine. Uh, as long as it's a compliant device you can use today to uh, record hours of service in lieu of paper logs, uh, that should take you through December of 2019.
Now, if you're only using GPS for vehicle tracking um, and, and you're not using e the e-log uh, component, then that won't count. You will have to be using the electronic logging function. And uh, we also have a question here from uh, Barry Blanton, back to uh, the question about lease and rental. Uh, will rental truck providers, uh, such as Penske, be required to supply ELDs for their trucks? Or are portable ELDs available? So uh, again, FMCSA says that it does not uh, uh, regulate truck leasing and rental operations, uh, but that, again, that does not remove the requirement of the carrier to use an ELD uh, if, if you are uh, uh, covered by the mandate. So um, there will not be a requirement for, for leasing and rental operators to do this. Uh, they may choose to do so. They may offer technology packages uh, to carriers, uh, or carriers may choose to uh, uh, use a plug-and-play ELD that they bring into the truck and, and can remove when they're finished with a rental, for example. Uh, but exactly how this plays out, you know, it clearly is a, is a question and, and it's, it's ultimately going to be for the industry to iron out exactly how it's going to work. Uh, I also have a question from Don Murphy. With ELDs, will the tractors have to be equipped with a printing device in case an, office wants the, an officer wants the driver to print his logs for him? Um, that won't be a requirement, but it will be one of the ways that uh, ELDs will be able to uh, um, uh, provide the information to the officer as a backup. Um, you know, the, the way the rule is written, uh, an ELD, a compliant ELD, will need to offer one of two backup methods. One is the printer, and the other one is a, a graphical display uh, that the officer can view without entering the, the cab of the, of the truck. Um, so as long as the ELD can display a, a graphical uh, uh, a grid of the uh, driver's records of duty status, uh, that would also count, and you would not need a printer in that case. So you'll see uh, products that uh, um, include printers and some that don't. Uh, thanks again for all your questions. Join us again April 20th for our next Live on Web program, which will focus on the new Transport Topics Top 50 Logistics Companies. I'm Seth Clevenger, Technology Editor. Thank you for watching.